Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's up, After Brothers? We're back here for Botch Season 4, Episode 22. We're going to be talking about Martina's extreme tan we're going to talk about luke's sunken chest and we so much more so stay tuned you're tuning into the destination for tv superfan discussion after buzz tv and now let the buzz begin look at me now oh hey guys <laughs> we're just swaying in the studio Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Juliette Bieber. Welcome back to the show. This is our finale, which we're all sad about, but we're really excited to discuss more about it. How are you doing, Abigail? I'm just great. Good. Great. Good, Good. Good. topics of discussion for tonight. <laughs> and we have a new addition to this show. We yes. have Mackenzie, who's here. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Um, we're missing Nicole, and we're sending her lots of love. And uh, yeah, you guys, just give me overall thoughts about this episode. For, wait, before, I'm gonna, I want to hear about Mackenzie's opinion. Have you, what's your relationship? to this show prior to doing this panel with us i watch it um often it's always on i feel like it's one of those shows that you click on the the tv and you're like oh botch is on again and i love it i just i can't a lot of the times i'll sit down and watch tv when i'm eating just you know and i cannot watch this one when i'm eating so i have to like jersey mike's what i was eating today while i was watching it (laughs) always eating it like one yep I feel like I say that every week. I'm yeah, like, oh, for I was sure. Eating again. And you never learn. <laughs> I know. I know. Today I was like, damn it! Like, come on, get it together. <laughs> yeah, this this episode was something. It was definitely graphic as always. Uh, but we're going to be breaking that all down and so much more. Again, as I talked about at the top, we have Martina with. I've honestly never seen anyone that that was that was that tan. Uh, Luke had an interesting chest. I can't believe. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that either. And Nazarene, who has a nose that's just like completely tilted. So, uh, lots to discuss with these patients. Let's start off with uh, Nazarene. What were your thoughts about her? She said that her nose looked like the state of California. Do you think that was oh. a good analogy? What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm not even going to argue with it. Yeah. You can't. And she described every state as it went down to, and she's like, and then you get to Mexico. And you're like, yeah, you did. We did get there yeah, after yeah, looking at that there. nose. Yeah. I felt bad, though. I, I kind of have a personal, like, experience too I had two nose surgeries I broke my nose in like 13 different places and had two different surgeries so I felt the pain all the way all the way down that one (laughs) did it make you like cringe when she was talking about it like does that happen with you now oh yeah when they were when specifically when she was in the um no when they were even just touching it and and looking at it initially before they even did anything he's touching right here so and even just touching right here to me is like Oh my God! Stop touching it. How long ago was yours? Was my it? last one was last February. Okay, so, so a little over a year ago was my it, last one. It still like takes a while to heal after, and the swelling lasts almost a year. They say. Oh too, yeah. Right? Oh absolutely. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I can't imagine the pain these people go through yeah. because my second surgery, I ha- you get these like two tampon things stuck up in your nose, yeah, and you have to keep them in for a couple of days after surgery, and they have to yank them out. And all the dried blood and all the cartilage is still there. And I'm like, 
this girl, because what did they say? She had a major con- reconstruction. She yeah. had barely any cartilage, so I cannot imagine what she went through. Yeah, yeah, and she—it's something that really that she was with, that she had to deal with her whole life. She also had a lot of issues breathing, and that's what was causing anxiety attacks. Which I didn't even put two and two together. I can't believe that that's a thing. But we we forget how breathing is so essential mm-hmm. uh, and can, natural for us. We didn't even think about it. Yeah, yeah. And it made me think of a, a while back. We talked about a patient who was risking uh, his breathing in order to have a nicer nose. And uh, it just moments like this, I'm like, but you're lucky. Why are you changing things? This poor girl cannot even breathe because right. of this. Right. It's just so sad. And um, have you guys ever experienced any issues with breathing in that sense? Because I, I, this was foreign to me. No? No. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do? Yeah, I mean, I, like, even if I stuck my finger up each nose, I could feel it tighter on this side. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm going to always have a deviated septum for the rest of my life, like, whether I get it straightened out. So, I totally get it, and, you know, we'll talk more about her after, and she's nervous, right. what she's nervous about, but right. I, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I, I really fell for her. Uh, one thing I thought was surprising, so she meets with the doctors, and they're telling her that, you know, her odds are pretty good. They're saying that she, there's an 80% chance it'll look better. We, as we know from this show, 80% is a big percentage, mm-hmm. yet it wasn't, she seemed a little bit disappointed. Were you shocked by that, by her reaction? Um, I th- I wasn't really shocked by her reaction, but when you break it down into terms of numbers, I think that that's not done enough mm-hmm. with what to expect for, for patients, whether it's surgery or whether it's something as simple as like an injection, because everyone has this image in their brain of like what they want it to look like after. And nine times out of ten, that's not realistic, because they're not taking into consideration like what they're having done versus, you know, it's, it's a nose job. It's going to change the way you look, but it's not, you can't really plan out how exactly it's going to look until it's done. And um, I think that a lot of times people have these expectations that are just crazy. Same thing even with hair. Like you go to get yeah, your hair done yep. and you're like, I want to be blonde. Well, honey, your your hair is dark brown, so it's going to take a few times to get to this blonde tone. And people just aren't in the reality of what what really is the end result. So I think it's really smart to say, hey, 80%, like, you're, it's going to get better, but it might not be to what you're expecting in your unreasonable expectations. So I really liked it. Yeah. I thought it was a good good point that Paul did that. Yeah, I, I think it's hard nowadays, especially, like, with nose jobs. Nobody really talks about that. I feel like, and that's a really tough thing. And the only, like, you're not, not everybody's going to have a Blake Lively experience where she goes in with this nose and then she comes out looking like a totally different, I felt like a totally different person, kind of. Because that nose makes her. I mean, let's be real. And that's that's such a high expectation. And for something being in the middle of your face. Right. I don't, I don't know. I kind of felt bad. Like, I, I felt like, how could she say, okay, yes, I'm completely comfortable with 80%. That's in the middle of your face. I would be like, yes, I want it done, but there's no way to get like 98%. Right, right. (laughs) And I get what you're saying too, but I feel like you're a little more grounded in reality of your nose is getting done. Like people use other celebrities predominantly as an example of what they want. Oh, I want her lips. Yes. I want her brows. I want her nose. Okay, you can have her nose, but you're not going to look like her. Like, it's just, and people don't understand that. I think they like the whole image, and they like her nose and where it lays on her face and where her ears lay and her eye color. And, like, those aren't things you're having done. Those aren't things that are changing. Like, it's it's just your nose. And I feel like a lot of times people don't understand that. 
whole, right. the whole concept of it, I guess. No, again, and it is, as you were saying, such a focal point. That's yeah. one of the first things people look at it if they realize it or not is, right. is someone's nose. And it was funny because even her friend was saying, like, hey, listen, you're telling me that this is 8%. She was really happy. Right. Uh, but, yeah, so there's still that reluctance. But... Oh, I mean, they went in, they went in, and uh, that was another thing that was really hard to watch, that, that whole nose section. I, I muted. Yeah. You uh, muted? I oh, did. okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was just so crazy. And did you hear at one point when one of the doctors said they, like, hammered it and did all this stuff, and one of the doctors goes, oh, my God, that looks so cute. I was like, I, I, oh, the, I see. I literally muted the whole part oh, of that you did? because I just couldn't he- handle any more noises. Yeah, yeah. the gr- oh, you that said looks you so muted cute. It. Duh. Yeah, no, she she goes, oh, that looks so cute. I'm like looking at it all bloody, and I'm like, how do you see that? But you're a doctor, so right? Yeah, exactly. you understand. <laughs> They're able to see past certain things because they, yeah, they know the final product, and yes. it's, it's it's kind of like a behind the scenes view of everything, uh, which like I always look good. Yeah, but I still don't know how they get used to it because I'm obviously definitely not a doctor, but I've been covering the show for some bit, and we're still we're still it's cringing. Gross. You know what weirds me out too? Uh, still, is when they tape everyone's eyes down. Oh, okay. Why is oh. that? Tapes me out. <laughs> it's just like, what if you wake up? They don't know you're waking up. Yeah. Like, you can't move because you're probably still like, I don't know. I watched, what was that? There was like a thriller movie where someone like came out of there. Um, right. With uh, Jessica. Uh, yeah. Mid like surgery. And There's it's like if wave. your eyes are taped closed and you can't really move your body because you're still like <gasps> under the influence Holy of the anesthesia. Freak. So it's like you're really like awake and it's, it just creeped me out. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Well, I was literally looking. I'm like, where's the anesthesiologist? Like when we were watching it. It's like, okay. He's oh good. my God. <laughs> well, luckily we didn't have any of that. So rest assured. Right. Yeah. She was fine. Uh, and she woke up and I mean, I was surprised myself at how good this nose looked. It, it looks looks drastic oh. change when they do that camera movement uh do you, i would give it, give it bigger than an 80 percent what 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 percentage would you give it successfully i think rate? he called it like a 97 or something yeah oh, like for sure yeah, like i it mean great. and i mean what even is percent like what is that even judge is that even a, 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 able to be judged by a percentage like it looked bomb yeah. i don't know what you want it to call did. it but it looked oh, great yeah it looked amazing and it was so cool that she said it looks like me Right, And I was like, that is such a cool thing that you understood that after going through the surgery. And at first, you know, the doctor said she had such an expectation to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And they were concerned about that. Right. And they're just, she's just like, it, it looks just like me and perfect for me. I was just happy that she. I know that that is such a key point because you need to have that relation. You need to be able to love your nose because if it wasn't for her, she would have focused on the 3% that wasn't really right. perfect. Right. But that 3% is actually so important because that makes her her nose. That makes her yeah. her nose. Right. It, makes, it makes for everything. And uh, when thing they also discussed with her is the fact that she has all these fans and they've been requesting her to do these makeup videos and she just felt that she couldn't so hopefully this will give her a new life and yeah I felt on, this ended up on a good note. She yeah, made me happy. Did. I liked it. It ended well. Um, the one that I d- didn't really end so well and didn't even start really well to be honest with you is <laughs> Martina. She Martina she, Big. Yes. She <laughs> She was something. So, uh, Abigail, tell me your thoughts about this, Martina. <laughs> uh, I think we could probably have, like, a four-hour discussion on this situation. Yes. And it could go all different directions. So I'm going to keep it concise. I think that she is... Um, Unique? No, because that's a positive thing. Um, It's just a positive spin on the word. I think that she's ungrounded in reality, and I think that she doesn't take into consideration, like, lifestyles, and she doesn't take into consideration um, 
just the whole idea of um, what she's doing. I think that it's like almost cute to her or it's almost sexy to her because yeah. everything was kind of sexualized. Um, turning yourself and, and, and you're not like, you know, like the doctor said, like your DNA is still the same. You're not an African-American woman. But the fact that you think that you can just get a shot make your nose a different ethnicity like that that you become that is really concerning to me it's really concerning to me i'm gonna go to africa to learn their culture honey pick up a book first like and and you're not african-american like you're not you're not african yeah but the one thing that i do have to say about that is like you know we have a transgender person in this as well and like he or he fully wanted to be male and like that's you know and he's great like living it like yeah. owning it it's so awesome so do you think we could maybe like play de- like the same kind of devil's advocate I think thing for her could. like she thinks maybe she's well that wasn't the case she no. didn't think she was african-american and so like, never mind and, and honestly like culturally i think that you can appreciate cultures and i think that you can you know maybe you identify better with a different culture or something like that but that doesn't make you that ethnicity but she didn't even that yeah you're and, right but she wasn't even coming she from wasn't. that that would yeah. even be she was referring for, to yeah. this as an african style, style. She, she said my african like it's a fashion. style my african style exactly and i think that was the most disturbing yeah. thing of all is that it's yeah. not something that you can just pick up like a trend or like yeah. a handbag and then decide to switch over when you're done she you know in the last season we actually talked about her on the after show she was just trying to be a blow-up doll right yeah. blonde blonde hair huge uh implants she went even bigger butt implants and that was the style she was aspiring to and she kept right. on saying it it was Barbie and then this season we're saying African style I frankly was surprised that uh, the show kind of carried this on and like allowed her to have this big of a spotlight well wait I, we have to back up a little bit because I feel like she got the injections not knowing she was gonna become this dark I think didn't she want them to be a little tan and she was like yeah, oh I, I just kept getting tanner and tanner and now I'm kind of just owning it because it got well, this far I th- yeah I think that they started them together just as a trial but then when she saw how dark she was like she even said she wanted to get more oh and, I feel and like st- I missed that yeah she said she oh, wanted okay. to get more treatments um uh, it's just a little, just like you went and got a wig. You went and got, and I again, I'm like, I have extensions. Like I wear wigs. Like, but you're, it's doing it for yourself, and because you enjoy the hairstyle is completely different than trying to pass as another culture, especially one grounded in. I mean, it, she seems like a very dim-witted human being, and to just be like, I want to be a black woman. Like, do you even know what that entails? Do you know how much suffering? that you know there's just a lot there culturally that really upset me about what she was doing yeah i think again she's just kind of trying to pick it up like as yeah. a as a trend and right. as a style as she right. was referring to it and you know what i just i let's also talk about her uh i think he's her fiance we we saw him actually uh, again last season and he picked up this trend too where he or trend or procedure let's just call it the procedure yeah. the injection as well and he got it himself and i could tell before they started talking about it, i'm like oh he got he got darker he's trying mm-hmm. to get on her band wagon uh but it's not working as well i it's mean well he's being like 400 pounds i'm sure that it has so? something to do with that 100 percent. yeah but she's practically 400 pounds with those boots with the- <laughs> <laughs> but like actual I mean that's but that's added that's not actual skin uh and fat, fat and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh I see. I guess I feel like I don't know how the injection works, but his surface area is a lot greater for only having three injections as well as there's more like fat tissue. Yes, there's more it's true. I don't know, maybe that's why it didn't 
he didn't get as dark, but um, right. but he had like blue eyes before, yeah. blonde hair. Now he's like dark, dark. Yeah, yeah. But they're they no matter what are supporting each other. Is that a good or a bad thing in this case? You guys think? I I, I don't even know. I'm glad they're happy. Um, yep. I think they, somebody. I think why they definitely no... should not procreate. I don't think that they're at a mindset where they could take care of children. I was gonna say. I feel like there's something else going yeah. on here, and I don't know why there's no like. There's no friends, family that can right. step in and be like, hey, w- you guys need to calm down. Like, because their health is right. not in mind no. here. No. Yeah, though, this is all about the extreme looks and it just, it needs to stop. And I'm I'm very happy, although not surprised that doctors did not want to move forward with this. Right. I don't think they want to even be associated necessarily with. Mm-hmm. That's that. actually what's going to be my second point. Did you notice, like, as soon as she walked in, did you notice that uh, Dr. Nassif, like, looked to camera, looked, it looked like he looked to someone, he looked over his shoulder, kind of like, you gotta be kidding me. Right. He, like I felt. set up. Yeah, he kind of was just like, you know what, production, like, I get it, I get how this show's structured, like, we need to be helping certain people, and then there's always that kooky uh, patient that comes along, but are you serious? I might be right. projecting, but I swear you guys go back and watch it. He just looks over and he's like, really? Right. <laughs> and that was kind of my reaction, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, de- uh, it degrades their practice if they have if their practice is being associated with people who are just doing it for show. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not, it's not a good look. So yeah, yeah. no surprise that they didn't want to operate on her. Um, but yeah, she, she was something for sure. And I, and actually I watched the, uh, on E news, no, sorry, on E online. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like little clips and stuff and with her, they're, they're not really, they don't, they didn't put her in the recap They're I'm wondering if they're kind of going back on the decision. Cause I know this creates a lot of backlash because we had it just cultural appropriation, something we people really talk about lately, and which is our, our important conversations. And I don't know. I'm I'm surprised by the decision because I just don't know if it was the best thing for the show or for the network. But what was the best thing for Luke was to get his chest done. <laughs> nice transition. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Uh, Luke had a sunken chest, and he actually, as you mentioned earlier in the show, um, was born female and then transitioned to male, and he got rid of his breasts. He was about a, an A cup, like a large A, mm-hmm. and was never satisfied with the result because he actually had had to have four surgeries, and they, he and it just never really worked out. One looked like a man boob. One was kind of, I guess, it looked like, it looked like an, this is terrible, but it looked like an ins- Audi in any like belly button, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, yes. yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> um, what were your overall thoughts about this character and his intro before he, he met the uh, doctors and you were just telling his life story? I've really liked him. Yeah, yeah, sweet soul. I did too, and I have something to say about his mom after, but I really liked him, and I thought. I just thought he really needed this, and I was like rooting for him like from the beginning, yeah. and then you know finding out his boyfriend is like like the exact same transgender like female to male it was like you guys are the cutest things ever yeah they were really sweet i was really happy that they loved it they they were that support system for each other but i feel like there's a as they mentioned there's a little jealousy there too there's yes i cannot wait to discuss that before we do i want to let our audience know about this really cool company called quip the truth is that most of us are brushing our teeth wrong for not long enough and we forget to change out the brush on time that's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip so different? For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help you clean your teeth. 
Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, Quip's subscription plan are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right onto your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever your teeth take you. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List, they were named one of Time's Best Inventions, and they're the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Plus, they're backed with a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists, and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every day. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com buzz right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com buzz, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash buzz. Now that we've talked about that, let's go back to uh, Luke. And you were saying that you want to talk about his mother, uh, so tell me your opinions on his mother. There was just one little thing at the end when he go, you know, he gets off gets out of the water or whatever and he goes up to the picnic table and everybody's just cheering for him and really supportive and then he says this little speech he's like um you know mom like I, sh- I want to thank everybody and mom you know I know you haven't always been supportive and like I just thought it was just so odd and not cool that she just looked when he said that she was like just like nodded her head and like you know looked at him and I wanted to be like isn't that a mother's like chance to be like honey no I, I lo- like I love you. I'm I'm supportive with anything, and I, it was like she was reaffirming to him that she wasn't supportive. She's not really supportive. I don't. Know. I mean, then she talked about how she was, but I just was like, what? I feel like where are you from? Connecticut. Okay, so East Coast. I feel like this is quintessential, like not to typecast, but Middle America with parents. Like they're very closed off. They're not very open about things outside of traditional values or whatever they want to call it. So I honestly, like, I I saw the same things you saw. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was upsetting to me. And it kind of just shows, like, even in the beginning of the show, he was like, you know, this is the easiest that it's ever been to be transgender, but it's still difficult. So I think that while, you know, a lot of – I mean, honestly, I don't even want to say a lot of the country, to be honest. Like, if okay. we really broke it down percentage-wise, I would say 25 to 30% of the country is cool with it and yeah. it is okay. And the rest is very uncomfortable. And, and that's, yeah, and, I agree. And I think that his mom, unfortunately, falls in the uncomfortable side. And as we look at it because we're comfortable and we're like, you know, that's your kid. Like, and we would hope that that would make her change but I just I feel like people who don't want to know more understand more are never going to and I feel like she falls into that category oh absolutely it's really sad really sad and I just I think that you know your kid it's not like at the beginning stages either like he's so far into it he's a he's a man now he has a boyfriend like he's like that's it and you're I don't know it just was so much that you really like he's already there he's already done he's that's it Yeah. yeah And you're still not supportive. But. Yeah. Well, one thing that was good is, again, as you mentioned, the boyfriend was supportive. And that mm-hmm. was really good to see. And they've been together for seven years. and Through th- both of their transitions, yeah. which is awesome. So yeah. cool. 
and must be just it takes a lot like not only physically as we know but mentally and just like the fact that they could be a support system yeah. for each other is great one thing that he did say is that he he felt that after the surgery he could have this sense of jealousy that would kind of go away because his boyfriend has such a perfect chest that I thought was sweet, I guess kind of understandable. I'm obviously not an issue, so I don't I can't fully understand, but it made me sad to think that you can be jealous of the person you're in love with, you know? Like, isn't that strange to you? I think again, like it's just new territory. Like I don't yeah. know because I'm I'm, you know, um do you, do you feel ever- I'm heterosexual, so I wouldn't know what it would be like to be jealous of a body part like uh, that's masculine or feminine. But like, you get jealous of like certain things. So if you're significant, oh, you're making more money than me, that I'm jealous well, of that, or like, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe you could compare point. it to something like, say, my boyfriend or fiance, husband, or whatever, has the most beautiful blue eyes. Yeah, and I'm like. I'm so jealous of those eyes or those eyelashes. Like, I would just love to put makeup on them. Like, it'd be so great. Like, yeah. I feel like maybe that's a, a toned down version of mm-hmm. it. And you look at his eyes all the time. You're like, oh, I'm so jealous of that. Like, or like their I, skin. Maybe you have really, like, acne-prone skin and their skin's really clear. And you're, like, jealous of that. But, um... Yeah, because yeah. It's, it's something that you have in, in you like, have. you both have. Right. And this is something they both have. Um, so I think it's maybe it's that kind of jealousy. Like, yeah, I see it every day. It, it's not a bad, mean jealousy. It's like, right. I want but this, it's a, too. Yeah. Right. yeah. A longing more than a jealousy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I thought that was interesting that they had that, you know brought that up and that we could have this conversation. And you guys tell me what you think uh, uh, in the comments on either iTunes or YouTube. Um, cause I think it was just an interesting conversation to have. And so he goes in, um, and it seems that like the, one of the breasts or I guess pecs, we could call it. Yeah. Pecs would be easy to operate. And one was a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is, I thought it was interesting how the doctor was saying, you know what, this is one of those surgeries. We just go in and we kind of figure out as we yeah. go. That is not a very like ooh, reassuring sentiment, but he does say, you know what, I'm going to try my best. Would you still go into surgery knowing that your doctor is literally making it up as he goes? If it was that bad, absolutely. Okay. It's like, um, uh, ner- what's her name? Nes- Nesreen. Um, if she had no other choices, if he said, mm-hmm. you have a 35% chance. If she said no there and she'd go home and think, if I have a 35% chance of it getting a little tiny bit better, she would do it. Like, if it's that bad, yeah, definitely. I feel like I agree with you, and I also think it has to do with your doctor. Mm-hmm. They know it's a given. Like, it, you can look and see. Like, he he has all of the things behind him, both education, experience, all of those things, implying, yeah, you're in good hands. So him figuring it out is completely different than, you know, someone who's who didn't go to school for that, who is just uh, – because a lot of doctors can do – basic plastic surgery. You know what I mean? I mean, right. there's not, there's no specifications on that. So I think it also depends, like, whose hands you're in if if you're comfortable Right, that's with a it. great point, is that, yeah. you know, these doctors obviously He's, have, like, the best of the best. Like, I'm cool yeah. with that. He you has know? a proven tra- right. a track record. Right. And most, you know, for just people do uh, in the medical industry, but not a lot of them are on TV. And not all of them are actual patients that you can hear their stories from. So, right. as you're saying, it's just, it's, he felt like he was in good hands. And he even said it before meeting with the doctors that this was, like, this new chance of hope for him. And, yeah. The surgery was successful. Um, mm-hmm. Improvement. I mean, we still see some kind of scarring, which is never going to completely go away. Yet he seemed really happy, and it made me happy to see him happy. Yeah. <laughs> I liked his character. I liked his character, and I really uh, wish him well. But I do have to say that 
he seemed to be struggling with some kind of uh, with confidence in general. He referred to himself as being just pale, short, hairy. Uh, hairy. Not, you know, that he said that I shouldn't be taking off my shirt most of the time, anyways, regardless of this or not. I just really hope that that fixes itself because I don't know if it's something that can be fixed with right via surgery, right? I think yeah. there's so many things that go into um both gender reassignment surgery and just the whole topic in general I think has so many different particles that make it up and I think one of the things is like you were insecure your whole life as the gender you were so I think that there is a lot of getting out of that issues yeah Yeah, being not only now being in the gender that you're comfortable in but then being comfortable in that gender and I don't care man woman if you're overweight you're going to be uncomfortable especially if they live in uh um southern california you know it's just that's going to be something you're going to have to you have to deal with that regardless of what your gender is and and um i think that low self-esteem i believe that you're required by law to go see a therapist if you are doing gender reassignment yes i I think if you're transitioning you because there's so much that goes into that and again like that's a huge decision a huge decision and so when you're making that too like okay, well, maybe you weren't really planning on being, like, feeling like this as a male, or, 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 I don't know, there's just, there's so many things that go into it, so I feel like the fact that he was even able to voice kind of what his insecurities were was, like, a, a huge, a huge thing for him. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I just, this was really an intriguing episode for me. Yeah, it, it really was, and uh, I think that's pretty much it for our breakdown. Unless there's anything you girls want to bring up or last thoughts with this episode, it is our finale, um, which I know we're sad about, but we will be back. <laughs> um, no, I think that that's... I think, I think that really wraps it up. Okay, so yeah. let's really quickly, uh, we have a really quick news update, uh, and then, yeah, let's just do this some news. <laughs> so I just did a... <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, sorry. <laughs> So the news, I wanted to go into a little bit more on what this Melanotan product is. That's not what she was using um, because I guess there's another type wherever she got it injected at, but it's all pretty similar. So it, it literally is injection. And you can see here, this is someone who's had the injections on her stomach. That's where they inject them from. So you get a lot of bruising, which is typical with any injection. However, um, these there's a lot of side effects Um that you can get from the injection. So they say that acne, stomach pains, eye disorders, um, and heart problems are things that can all transpire from the injections. One, they said, I mean, even on the show, that your eyes can darken. She said her hair color changed. So those are all things that you wouldn't think even just going into it with, like, a skin a skin darkener. Um, and it's funny that this was on this week. This was her before. Wow. So um, for our iTunes listeners, she is... Um, rather pale. Yes. And Blonde then, hair, blue eyes, pale skin. Pale skin, a normal size breasts, and an after photo. Ah. Oh. And even this after photo irks me because she's just like trying to embrace what she, her idea of what like an African woman is. So she throws on some like cheetah top and it just was like in a beaded necklace and it just like really disturbed me. But yeah. um, I actually met somebody this week who, um, at, at um, my job who had just gotten who had just received the injection. No And way. I was like, oh, dope. So she came in, I'm like, you look really tan. Like, you look good. She's like, girl, I just started doing these injections. Like, I don't know. It's a trial. And I was like, what? 
And I was like, that's cool. Like, awesome. Like, didn't think about it twice. Didn't know anything about it. It's not legal here. So I don't so know. I really honestly where? need to find out, like, her name and give her a call and be like, yes. no, don't do this. Like, don't do this. Send her this episode. It's scary. What color hair did she have? She's dark. She She's, um like, has brown hair, brown eyes. Is she um, naturally? Is she naturally like she's really Caucasian though? Dark. Okay, she's a Caucasian girl. Oh. And yeah. does she have a nice little tan? To like her? a tan. <gasps> like she went to the beach and she's all good. Like she lived at the beach for about a week and a half. Oh my! Oh. Like she was, d- Is she gonna get darker? Um, I don't know. And now when next time she comes in, I'm definitely gonna ask her. But they also say that it can make your moles and everything like he was having darker, which mm-hmm. can increase the risk of cancer. Mm-hmm. And um. Obviously, when you share needles, and I feel like nobody really thinks this because everyone's like, oh, like hepatitis, like HIV, whatever. That's just with drugs. Like, think about it. Think about, like, someone being like, oh, my God, I just got this new injection thing. Um, It's awesome. It makes you all tan. Like, or young girls or something. Oh, my gosh, let me try it. And you're sharing needles and, like, not even in, like, a negative connotation Uh. of you're doing something, like, gross. But, like, you just want to get a tan. You're sharing. Like, that's the way stuff happens. That's the way stuff travels, your bodily fluids. Like, people don't think about yeah. all of that. I mean, until it's FDA approved, just don't even. Just and don't. even when it is, there's a, a lot of stuff that, you know, you shouldn't be doing I have a great now. alternative. Yeah. I just talked to somebody that has this Jergens like, <laughs> lotion. lotion. No, I'm not kidding you. She looks so tan, and it's so nice. And it's so cheap. And it's so cheap. And it's not, there's no sun damage. Right. You just, the whole nine, you look, she looks so good. Yeah. Yeah, and again, like, your spray tans, You even the beds aren't the best for you, but they're probably definitely better than better this. Better than that. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I agree. So, so be careful, people. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> Ugh. There's your warning. Yeah. Uh, one story I wanted to bring up is that Scarlett Johansson was in the news uh, over the last few weeks because she was going to do this movie called Rub, uh, Rub and Tug, uh, where she portrayed a, a trans uh, person. However, you know, everybody on Twitter really got up on her because there's this debate that, you know, is she acting or is she appropriating stories that she shouldn't be appropriating? So a lot of people had different opinions about this. The thing what? is, yes, if you haven't heard this story, I really um, so encourage you to check it. So she's not doing it now? So she's dropped out of the movie. She's not doing it because of all the backlash. That is ridiculous to me. It Honestly, there's a difference between someone in their everyday life doing something, and there's a difference between that's your job. <clears throat> that is your job is to act. Nobody said anything about Jared Leto. Nobody said anything about um, Heath Ledger what and is the Jake movie? Gyllenhaal in Brokeback Mountain for yep. portraying gay men when they're straight. Like, nobody said... <clears throat> you're acting. That's what you're doing. That's what you're trying to bring the story to life. I do know, though, now with um, the transgender community being much more... Um, prominent. Prominent. There are a lot of people saying, well, if if you want to make a movie like that, get a trans um, actor. But if you're going to be so, why are they being so, why is everybody right. being so uptight about, about it? If it's it, normal, right. it's normal. If right. it's if it's not a big thing, like, you know, what is that movie, Sam I Am or something with Dakota Fanning when she was little? Yeah. And um, who was that actor? He played like um, an autistic, yeah, autistic man or something. Like, Sean oh, Penn. Sean Penn. Okay, I was like, who said that? <laughs> um, God. Yeah, <laughs> you're just listening to my thoughts. Yeah, I mean, and he did such a great job in that movie. Yep. Like, didn't he win awards for that? I don't know. I wish I did the research on that. But, yeah. you know, it's the same kind of thing. What? Well, I have to say, uh, on another AfterBuzz TV show that I really recommend you guys check out, uh, Meet the Hollywood Press, we had a trans uh, woman come on and talk about these issues. And what she okay. enlightened me on is that she was saying, listen, uh, yes, it is acting. However, in the trans community, a lot of opportunities are not given to us. And it feels like yet time and time again, people are using our stories and explaining 
uploading them to make money, but they're not giving us the opportunities to portray them ourselves. Well, I have uh, something to say about that. I'm going to agree with you, probably. I I just want to say, I mean... I wouldn't think I'm going to get a role over Scarlett Johansson. And I've never, but I could say, I've never gotten a role before and nobody's giving me the opportunity. I'm not Scarlett Johansson. So, like, do you get what I'm saying? Kind I do. Of? Um, I get what you're saying. And I also think at the end of the day, and this is the same thing, I'm sorry, this is the same thing as with um, Monique with her pay. You're Monique. <laughs> He's, who was it, Dave Chappelle or. He's Dave Chappelle. He's selling tickets. Amy Schumer's selling out, like, she's selling out stadiums. You're not. I'm not discrediting you. But follow the dollar, people. Like, it's not, as much as um, Hollywood wants to be soft and sensitive and inclusive, it's it's the money. At the end of the day, it's a business. And Scarlett Johansson's going to bring more people into the box office than an unknown person, regardless of what their whatever they identify as or whatever their um, whatever their sexuality is. She's going to probably bring more to the box office, and that is what they care about. And I would think personally, whether you're missing out on that role or not, you would want the world to know your story. Okay. And if. It's being told through somebody who's going to be more inclusive as far as the dynamic coming to the box office. I would think you would want to take one for the whole community and let people really understand so there is less of a stigma or so there is less conversations about things being appropriate or inappropriate. And um, that's my that's what I think. Yeah. Well, so thank well you for, said. Yeah. I don't know. Thank you for vocalizing that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I wanted to bring this story up again because it's been it's been in the news and we did uh, have conversation about what it means to be transgender right. uh, with this episode. And so, yeah, the update is that she is not going to be doing this movie. We don't even know if this movie is actually going to be happening. Um, maybe it will because it's had a lot of buzz, but people are so afraid of it because of all the negativity. So right. um, we will keep you guys updated on that uh, once we hear more. But in the meantime, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Bonjour Juliet. It's been a pleasure pleasure being on this panel and you will we will miss you all i'll miss my lovely ladies uh, abigail tell me where they can can they find you i'm gonna miss you guys i don't even know how long the break is for next season do we know we do not is know yet undecided? but we'll, we'll let we'll let you know once we'll, we do we'll see you guys next season um i'm abigail Frere, and you can follow me on all social media abigail double underscore af and you can ch- ch- <laughs> check out my <laughs> weekly podcast uh ogaf Thank you guys for having me. I'm so glad I got to join yes. you guys today. You can find me on Instagram at Mackenzie Fane. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.